get started. Hello and welcome to Akash and Friends. It is another episode in, of another week and another day. I don't know what when this is, but this is now, and you're watching it. Thank you for coming on the show. I'm this very week. happy to be here. They just uh, <laughs> yeah, I had no idea this was a shoot. Also, by the way. Yeah, I, it's okay. You it's you were worried about how you looked and all, which is. Uh, yeah, not really. I just thought maybe I should wear a. Thing? I don't know. You, you're looking look fine. Yeah. yeah. I don't. You're. This is default. Yeah. Mid, yeah. I know. Yeah. Midday call you. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, you're living me. up to the Ed Sheeran. Oh my <laughs> fucking god. <laughs> the cute. Man, you know, I was so annoyed by that article. <laughs> I mean, for obvious reasons, because like I hate this uh, this comparison that I. Yeah, it's it's a nonsense comparison. It's a nonsense comparison for for several reasons. Not that I don't like. Uh, no, it's not an artist. It's just that they, they. I think they just you you do the you do the I vocal licks. Yeah, no, I think people see the. Like yeah, young scruffy boy with acoustic guitar and this like boom. It's like Madhura was. You're you're missing the Madhura was. It's uh, very important. Sure, no, but like uh, also I'm older than him, so I I started oh, before yeah, he no. did. Yeah. So how about that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Cool. It's fine. Before before we <laughs> delve deeper into the misfortunes. Yeah, yeah. You'll <laughs> find a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the last hours movie? Without question. I couldn't course. come on Geek Fruit to discuss, so I called you here. This is the this is all. This is all about that. <laughs> this is all we can, about. We can go. I can. I'm ready. I'm. I. I I'm ready. I. I know what the. I. I have since watching it come to two conclusions, or not two conclusions. I have two. Uh, like stipulations about how I will discuss Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker, and uh, one is that I will not apologize for how I feel about the film, but at the same time I will not defend it. Uh, okay, fair yeah. enough. That's so, fair. So that's that, that's that's my only thing. How did you feel about? The uh, film? I loved it. I I, I honestly loved it. Uh, there are a few things that uh, that na- that annoyed me about yeah. it, but it's it's hard. It's hard for me to not love Star Wars. It's I, like a, in any iteration, it's so difficult. Yes. Because this is when I went for this movie, and you know, India is not a Star Wars nation; it's a Marvel nation, right? Like most people are like, "Oh my God, the yeah. Endgame," and deservedly so. It's yeah. amazing. But dude, nobody gave a shit about this movie. Let me tell you my premiere story, Akash. You went to the premiere. <laughs> I uh, saw a thing on Book My Show on Instagram. It was a sponsored post, and I messaged people at Book My Show that we know who we work with. And I immediately said, "Yo, let's do it. I want to go." And it was the new laser IMAX thing, uh, at PVR yeah, yeah. and stuff. And I was like super excited about it. <clears throat> and we went, and they said seven o'clock, and we showed up at like six thirty because, like, we should. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, it's a because goddamn yeah. it, Star Wars. Yeah. So we were there earlier. Just knew then, Kar, Abhimanyu, myself. We were there, and we showed up, and the movie didn't start till eight thirty. People were strolling in. At eight fifteen, eight twenty, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ! Aish. The disrespect, <laughs> the disrespect for this thing that I've seen from the time I was. I don't know yeah, another yeah, life, man. Yeah, without, I don't know my life without Star Wars. It's part of your folklore Jesus now, Christ. right? Like it's it's so ingrained, and that's why when I felt, you know, Zack Snyder acted like the third year college kid on the last day before the submission, dude. That's how I felt about it. I felt like. ये तो यार अभी बन ये तो गूगल से कॉपी करके लेके आया यार वो जैक स्नाइडर या ही डायरेक्टेड नो नो जीजी you think you're a fuck? It's horrible. I'm traumatized. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, so you didn't like the movie. Let me guess. See, I, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't like it, right? I, I felt. I can, like, I can understand why. I totally, like I said, I totally get why. Yeah. But, sorry, go on. Just, just tell I, me. So much was riding on this. Just tell me. T- so just tell me like riding. I'm your therapist. Just like you're just like, I, I don't know why they did this to me. <laughs> 
I think the 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 last Jedi took a gorgeous direction. Oh my gosh. And that's where I think the the so good. The conversation, you know, Remember our really, podcast when we we spoke about the last Jedi. Yeah. What a fantastic it, fucking movie. It was everything I wanted out of <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Star Wars movie. And then I said, "Ha, huh, like ha, huh, you know that feeling of Ha huh. absolutely and, and it got sucked back in into a reverse ha huh. i so when the last jedi came out there's obviously so much vocal hate and blah 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 all that shit i mean i don't want to get into like the but fandom and stuff except for the fight sequences that movie was stellar agree agree no two lightsabers connected in that movie <laughs> Right, <laughs> but which is why I love Star Wars. You're saying that yeah, yeah. the background guys were just jumping They're back, just jumping back dude. <laughs> Aside from that, I love Ryan Johnson. I don't like Looper. Sorry, I made that very clear in my understanding. But um, but you know, the moment that came out, I was just like, the last Jedi has has made sure that Star Wars can now go on for another forty years, right? Yeah, because it changed like the paradigm. It changed like the it evolved it by saying, hey. Maybe it's not black and white. It's gray. There's a character like DJ saying like you're going to blow them up. Nah, blah blah. Obviously the DNA of Star Wars is like good versus evil, which I subscribe to obviously a lot. Like yeah. I want to be a positive guy yeah. in this very nihilist kind of uh, you know, world. Sorry but episode 3 also <laughs> did that better than this year. What? You know, Anakin saying there is no love. No, no, no. I'm a prequel lover by exactly. like choice. So then know, what like are you <laughs> saying? Yeah, this was no, no, a- I, Okay, so Rise of Skywalker. Let me allow me to like just very quickly. Yeah, no, you don't have to be quick about it. <laughs> Fuck this podcast. Fair this enough. Alright, cool, life. cool. Don't, don't get me started, man. Okay, Rise of Skywalker. Things I didn't like. I want to get it out of the way. You can't retcon like Rose's character to, to nothing, right? Like, how can you do that what an interesting good way of approaching uh, uh the 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 myth that Ryan Johnson started that which is that ray and rose two characters who are nobody like they're nobody they came from nothing it's everything that it holds true to exactly. what we believe in because we are so sometimes against bollywood and this nepotism and all that shit but like i was just like yo this is exactly our story it's like anybody who's in stand up or music or anything yeah. it's like it's about coming from nowhere achieving greatness i love that right it's not Having said that, they do call it a St- Skywalker saga. It is about the Skywalkers. I get it. They have to conclude. Blah blah blah. All that shit. All right. Fuck it. Huh. I love Rose. I hate how they treated her. That was rubbish. Uh, having said that, they gave me moments, man. They gave me. I okay. Anybody who has daddy issues, going into this movie. Yeah. I was crying. I cried like a <laughs> dude. Oh my fucking god. Like um, spoilers. But uh. Spoilers, you're saying spoilers. spoilers after, like, Dude, guys. people don't give a shit. I, I want to be, see, I'm very, I hate spoilers, okay? So I'm kind to those. I'm just telling you, okay? Yeah. But the moment he's like, hey, kid, and he turns around and yeah. it's fucking Harrison Ford who said he was never going to come back. Who said he would never come back and then they paid him Disney fucking did it, money. Did they pay him or was he just they CGI? Him, no, they paid him <laughs> Disney money, dude. Oh, man. That Disney money is different. It's, it's like, true, it's, it's, it's premium Mickey Mouse dosh. Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they paid him that money, but it was worth it because when he came back, it, it, you know, it did connect like few things that I set up and paid off. Like yeah. the first, the same dialogue. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. When he says, when he can't say I love you, he says I know. Oh my god. Yeah. It's just like it's just like oh <laughs> my god. Carrie Fisher, blah, blah. You know, all of the things. Steve Carrie Landover. Fisher's bot did not do. So a- now, now the problem with Carrie Fisher, obviously, she passed away before that. But we, I like, I was saying uh, even on my my podcast, which was that you know they made. The best of a bad situation. They didn't have any footage. They had nothing, and they they kind of shoehorned her in. I'm sure there was a different way of doing it. I know Colin Trevorrow's script is out there. Blah blah blah. We've, yeah. we've seen a different version. None of it is better. Like 
it's it's tough to do this. Like, how are you going to do it without making Kylo Ren the villain? But we all want redemption, so you can't make him the villain. So you have to have a third villain. You have to have either a new created villain who won't feel as weighted because he's not been introduced. You've killed off Snoke. And if you bring back Palpatine, it's like, well, Darth Vader's entire arc is now reduced to nothing because you whatever he stood for is now, it's like, it's gone. Right? So it's tough. Think about it. Fair, <laughs> fair point. But yeah. I would get, draw a counterpoint and say if Black Panther can make a complicated villain, then so can Star Wars. Yeah, it can. Absolutely. But Black Panther is coming from one movie up. All right. Okay. Maybe Civil War, but this is Star Wars. This is 40 years. They have promised us 40 years of a conclusion, right? Like 40 years worth a conclusion. Huh. Now, uh, I think the interesting way to have done it maybe was we're not concluding the Skywalker saga. We're concluding the sequel saga. Just the sequels. Would have made more sense. But they've already, they're already two movies in, dog. They yeah. already said Luke Skywalker is the key. Obviously, yeah, now they have to thread it that way. So hard. What a difficult job. J.J. Abrams is up to the task, but I think he, I they needed know. to conclude it in, a, in an old-fashioned way. I'm okay with it because we have other ways. So we got the Obi-Wan thing happening. Got Mando, it's cool. We, we're good. Mando we're good. is gorgeous. Mando was great. Mando was great. That was a, it was a redemption. Well, dude, put Dave Filoni... And in charge of something, yeah. he will deliver. Yeah. It's simple. He is the son of Lucas. And you know, that day, uh, I remember uh, around the time Mando, my nephew was also born. And what? I, really? Yeah, and, so and you called him was, baby what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they, were, no, they didn't let me call him Yoda. But, um, <laughs> baby Yoda. Uh, but he was born on the, at, uh, he was born at 11.26 p.m. on the 26th of November. Okay. That's 11.26, 11.26 is his birth date. Oh shit! Which if you're from Mumbai, yeah, and if you're from Mumbai, that's not a very nice day to be born on. Oh, right. Oh, that's it's okay. A, it's a very weird day to be born I on. I mean, people hold it very dear, of course, because of what yeah. happened. But like, you're going to be born on that day, what are you going to do? No, man? but he's a Canadian <laughs> citizen, so I don't think he cares. Oh, I think that's the real victory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know we won. <laughs> Great. How's it going, Tejas? He's OCI. <laughs> Love it. I want to say one last thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please say it. I want to just propose a theory. Okay. Okay? That if we let George Lucas do the sequel trilogy. Uh-huh. Think about it this way. No. In everything. <laughs> imagine, imagine this, okay? Uh, he has gone on record to talk about what his sequel trilogy would have been mm-hmm. about. And he's talked about something called the wills of the force. Mm-hmm. Now, Qui-Gon, all the characters have talked about the will of the force. And we used to keep thinking it's like the will of the force, the W-I-L-L. Yeah. But he's spoken about W-H-I-L-L-S, the wills. Like, and the wills are these microscopic, very midi-chlorian yeah, type yeah, characters yeah, yeah. that are the, the, the sentient beings that connect the universe. Right. Now, imagine this. The original Star Wars trilogy is this, this, three, this three movies about a hero's journey. Mm-hmm. Then the prequel trilogy is about politics and it's steeped in in the, you know, the regime yeah. and things like that. And then the, the sequel trilogy is just pure surrealist fantasy trilogy. Now imagine we got that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dude, how good? I would have been like, fuck it up. It's okay. You're not a good director. You admittedly have said you read wooden dialogue, but I'll take it because I think this is from the mind of the... Ah. <laughs> I would have taken it. The fun anyway. part is that we'll start the podcast with this only. Yeah, so man. it'll start so, so, with so, so, just... So, so, so. <laughs> it's out away. I'm, I'm so happy. No, but I, yeah, no, you got to. Yeah. Thank you. This is so nice. This is catharsis. <laughs> Who wants to talk about feelings and, and music and stuff? This is, uh, this is about Star Wars. No, yeah, sorry. sorry. I, I, but thank you for calling me. This no, thank nice. you for coming all the way to Kolaba. All the way uh, to yeah, this place. I, you were in Norway uh, 15 minutes back and... 
you made it and and they are breaking character but they're not supposed to because that's how the gag works you know but they, it's okay don't mind cool. them they're not here it's forget cool. them For, are you <laughs> yeah are you 30 yet i am 30 it happened it happened it, was it nice it was it is exquisite yeah i uh i i i'm sure i don't know i i've said this uh, quite often now but um the problem of being like a pers- like a ceo of of your business of yeah. your brand is akash your brand is yeah. tejas it's like every day is somebody liking somebody commenting somebody yeah. your life is like oh cool how many what my stats my analytics is literally me it's not even a company it's not even like a thing that i have created a yeah. product it's me yeah. so obviously that gets your head a lot so i always make sure my birthday is like the day that i should be getting some bhav is like the day i need to quit from yeah. and so i've been threatening to leave bombay for a while to go out and just experience something bigger than myself so i did that on the 30th what did you do i went uh, to when uh, was your birthday it was in july okay so uh i had nobody i don't disclose it on any platform just so i can avoid it i'll beep it out I'll, yeah no it's cool it's it's I'll in july morph it into november <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so i went to watch the uh the migration of the wildebeest Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I followed them for the entire We were I went to yeah the the Masai the Mara the yeah. Masai Mara yeah. yeah so I went for that in uh, outside Nairobi it's, yeah in Ma- Mas- Masai You grew up in uh, No no I grew up in Dubai. You I grew, grew up, up in, in Dubai. Yes, I was there for 18 years yeah. but uh, I don't know man I was just uh, my my one of my best friends was in Africa at the time he was in in Nairobi and he was doing like a program and things like that. And uh, so when his thing was concluding he was just like hey before i go you guys should try and and, and come yeah. down so another friend and, and i went and uh, yeah we just got to we were just it was the right timing it happened around my birthday uh and it was it was fantastic yeah it was good man it's good because you're like surrounded here you get very like uh, bubbly and like yeah, you know, yeah. and, and stuff and then you go and you see like like 14 lions just like doing that and you're just like oh no no what i do matters yeah, at all <laughs> yeah it's there's a yeah, yeah. It's, it's so nice to feel the the true minuscule like how minuscule you are in yeah, the yeah. frame of things yeah hey, that's the most that's true ontological awakening like when you 100% right you yeah. just realize oh 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 the meaning it just crushes you and then it sets you free it almost. does set you free it makes you yeah it just depressures depressurizes yeah. the whole like thing of what you do oh man i got to i got to i got to do content i got to do i got to <laughs> make sure that and that's the job i mean like i hate that people go like oh man forget about it just focus on no man you have to survive you have to you have to pay rent like yeah. how are you going to do it you have to do your job yeah. and your if your job requires you to think about all of these little niggling analytics or metadata whatever that's your job now what are you going to do but yeah. it's good to take a moment yeah. and i i've never uh, uh, i mean i'm 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 kind of paying the price for not having done that in the past now like because my whole thing was just put out the the stuff and then uh, see what happens and you sure. know and then now i realize oh no i should have been building an Insta- and i should have been i think uh, man you know the only way i feel that sometimes that gets on our minds is because we look at other people and just like keep that that's in our true brain. that uh of all people i think vishal dadlani or something put out a tweet or just generally this is the this is the arc of the universe for people who are slightly more experienced and they will tell you this for mm-hmm. fact that you follow if you follow your if you're following or creating your own path based on what you're seeing on others you're doomed man you're That's fucking true. doomed That's like true. It, it's you're never going to be 
good enough. You're never gonna you're never gonna be better than like whoever you think you hold in high regard saying oh, I should be doing this. It's good to have that kind of like, yeah. oh this is the goal. But they have like another person, they have another person, they have yeah. another person. So it's like it's endless man. And you're gonna But I feel I, I kinda like that as well because for me it's like I look up to people like you. Like whoever I call on this I look up to in some capacity. And no, I, I I think that's I fine. think the yeah. the it, it, it's also attached to insecurity on some level. It is only right. attached to insecurity. It, oh my gosh. Why haven't I done what that person yeah. is doing, man? And if I look at that, um, my own, uh, and I am an egotistical, jealous, possessive dude. I yeah. am. I'm just trying to be a better person. The only thing I can do is apologize constantly for it. But it's just uh, the, if I constantly like put that in my brain, thinking that, oh, this person is doing exactly what I could do, yeah. but I don't have the funds, I don't have the money, I don't have the time. I, they come from a family which has that, yeah. the means. I'm going to kill myself, dude, if I, if yeah. I just do that. So I, I'm just like, the only way to, to, to do this better is to, is to just keep that as an inspiration and then just move, like, move on. What yeah. are you going to do, man? You're yeah, going to ruin yourself. Yeah, it's going to just depress the fuck out of you. Yeah. Man, that's a, that brings us back to the whole Ed Sheeran thing, right? Yes. There's no point <laughs> comparing. No, you know what? <laughs> hey, let me explain. <coughs> um, another reason why. Ed Sheeran and I. I have my own reasons, but you can give you know, yours. The very fact that we're discussing it, just making this more and more real. I know. <laughs> just adding to the mythos. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> if you type Ed Sheeran theaters now, this is what, this is what you're going to get. No, but, uh, no man, my music is very different. That's all. Dude, I'll that's what, that that's what I would talk about. Because I think the, the major difference is the fact that, uh, I, you know, when I heard you first time, I heard you play acoustic somewhere. Yeah, I still and, play acoustic. And music. and it was no, as in just just the you, just me, yeah. And uh, um, and and it was a very different experience. And honestly, it was kind of underwhelming in that moment <laughs> because it was. This is probably four years ago or something. Okay, yeah. Or no, five I've years only ago. become good in the last. <laughs> yeah. No, but then when you uh, when I listened to uh, 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 make it happen, and then I went and listened to the first album as well. But then yeah. specific, like it's a huge huge difference between the two albums. Absolutely, yes. And I feel like make it happen was like. This, this is the, this is it. This like, is the, yeah, this is we're reaching the the, yeah. the fullest version of. Yeah, it, it felt like you you kind of found a, a a spot and you put a finger on it and it felt like oh shit this was the like the best part about music no. Yeah. And this is why I'm so envious of musicians. It's because you don't choose the music you like. No, like, you don't. It plays and it's just it's there. It's always it's been there. It's tough to do it because uh, I think Paul uh, who said this. Maybe Paul McCartney or, or John May or somebody <coughs> said that, you know, you're only trying to... The, the music you're making is the failure to imitate another type of music. That's like... Uh, it's very true also. It's yeah. like every time you try... And I this happens a lot. I, I don't know if you... This, I don't know what the equivalent is in comedy, but it's like when I hear a song, which I fucking know I could have written, I'm just like, God damn it, this is such a good song. <laughs> I wish I wrote this yeah. because it feels like it's very, it's very me. Yeah. Sometimes I hear songs like, uh, for example, there's a, uh, oh God, there's like a Jamie Cullum is like this piano player, mm -hmm. amazing, fucking so good, yeah. super talented. And he had this, he wrote this song, um, oh shit, I can't remember the title now, but like. We will link it here. We'll link it. But you know, when I heard it, it's such a simple pop song but when I heard it I was like ah of course like yeah. it's like 
I don't know. Is there like something like that when you hear a joke All or something time. like that? Yeah. When you're just like, it's, oh, I sh- this is my this I should be making this joke. I, except it's not just with like it's usually one person says it and then there are nine of us oh. <laughs> who all in our heads believe we were the chosen ones for this and he got away with it or she got away with it. That's right? cool though, man. I mean, that's that's good. That's I love great, it. That's a great way of looking. Yeah, at my it. whole I I think the 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 only disadvantage with comedy no is that you can't repeat jokes as much you know what i mean of course i mean like you know there's this battle between music and comedy that is in my mind okay <laughs> like every time i see like a comedian with and i make this a joke in my set okay and this is not i like com- comedians yeah i don't think all the comedy is good in india that's okay? that's yeah that's just my yeah. opinion yeah. i don't think all of it is good just like i think spoken word or music it's not there yet it's like an evolving yeah. you know it's like people have to grow like yeah. some people have to become really big then some people have to go and become bigger than that and go like oh yeah this is yeah. probably even a better version of that so i've always made this joke about comedy in my set because i've just been like how are they getting like millions of views is <laughs> <laughs> <It's> impossible <laughs> so, but i think dave chapel said like every uh, Every musician wants to be a comedian. Every comedian wants to be a musician. That's a fucking fact, dude. <laughs> dude, I go to these college shows and I see local trend playing, and you know, fucking, I'm so sorry, I do it. Like, and yeah. you know, every time they'll try to get me to close and a band to, I'm like, no, 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 no. It has to be the other way. Yeah, yeah, I'm not so following true. a college so band. True. I opened for a local train last year. Man, we are killing it. Dude, dude. they are so they tight. They are huge, and they are, yeah, and I love uh, Paris. I love all these guys, man. They're like, they're like, they've nailed such a good uh, like vibe. you know for their music and like i i opened for them uh, we were at phoenix uh, and there was just like thousands, thousands of, kids, of people man. yeah it's amazing i think so, that's yeah. one of the things that's also different right when when music is so open ended um and you can listen to it over and over again you sort of form it's like a process of almost fermentation right like or or like a tree growing bark like yeah. there's layer upon layer of memory on the same song yeah, true and then what you're left with when you listen to the song after 10 years is just this very complex uh kind of you know cheese like sandwich. yeah 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 it's like it's, it's a four cheese pizza all of a Thank sudden you, yeah quattro formaggio lapinos is that lapinos there is no good uh decent pizza in andheri apart from joey's and that's kind of like i mean well pizza express I don't know why I'm talking about this. No, but like, I'm a pizza. I love I'm a, I'm pizza. I'm a pizza person as well, course, so yeah, I can. It's like yeah. Ninja Turtles, man. It's very like, important. It's in, again, in the blood. <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah, it's like. Sorry, I don't know why. I'm, no, but it, it's okay. Yeah. I understand. Uh, see, this is it's like therapy. You know, things yeah, come out that are important. Need, I just want a good pizza. I, I mean, can. How t- difficult I, is after that? After this, we can go. Yeah. Near Kolaba, there is an underwater even, place. Uh, even pasta, like w- no decent pasta which is reasonably priced in Andhera. I don't know why. Just make it. I'll buy it. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, but that's it. That's <laughs> a, that's <laughs> not, not. You've heard the appeal, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Make they just pasta. Make it. Make it. <laughs> make it so. Do you ever feel like this is a? So you know, a lot of my friends were in metal bands. Like Ch- Ch- Charan used to play for uh, Providence. All right. And, and so, so yeah. Now, and and now all of them are as the bands are kind of there, but they spend a lot of time touring with usually somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I mean metal music in India has got a very tight. I, what I respect is that their community is like super supportive and yeah. very tight. And and man, I want to just put this out there. Also, like metal musicians and like 
prog like players yeah. are the best musicians. Yeah, they're the most technically yeah. accurate musicians. I mean, they're the, yeah, they're technically super accurate. There is another form of music which is like even hard, even as hard to play, which is like soul and R and B, because that's not even about timing. That's about playing late and it's like yeah. playing like yeah. you know in that in that pocket and stuff. So both of these are very very difficult. I I suck at both. <laughs> it's very <laughs> important to just put that out there. But uh, yeah, man, I think that the the community is really really tight. But yeah, man, it's this it's the problem of people being. Like people say, oh, come to Bombay. Bombay gigs happen. I was like, we have like three places where yeah. gigs happen, and they're yeah. reducing constantly. Yeah, it's bad. It's also like hey, here's a so, yeah, sorry, sorry to no, no, interrupt, please, please. but uh, this is a question I like to ask comics also. But I don't know if it applies to you. How many places that you used to perform at when you started playing music are still venues where music is a regular feature? Not at all. I I mean, I've I've played uh, none uh, in the last. Say your. I think everything I've played in the last two, maybe year or two years, has been completely new. Like as in, like new as in new spots. Yeah, not some bands. Like Blue Frog is gone. And not uh, just Blue Frog. In Delhi also, man. Like Summer House, all these places. All Summer House is shut. Uh, live music. Um, I don't think so. I. Th- but I think they went through like something, or even another spot right next to it, in that whole Orbindo yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, area. It's like. Hot Khas ke pas, no? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they shut so many because of licenses. Yeah. And stuff we lost there, a so. comedy club also to that. Keep losing clubs, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's keep a... losing shit. No, but... Um, uh, so, yeah. So, Hoska has, like, so many places shut. Uh, Bangalore, so many places. I mean, Bangalore is going through something right now. Which I don't know what to Dude, even say, man. But I, I, I want to put this out there yeah. on record. Saying that Bangalore has survived this before. and It'll, it'll survive it again. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. So, uh, they're, they're solid. They have this place called Fandom. Uh, yeah, Fandom is, is in Kol Mangla. I, I mean, I've only been there once when there was no gig. But I saw it was such an impressive yeah. place. But um, apparently the gigs there are, are incredible, so we hope to play there. Yeah, at some point. I, but yeah, I mean, so so these few places are there. But man, Bombay antisocial, the the car one was was cool. That was right? like our home, dude. At some it point, was, yeah, I know comedy jam and everything used to happen there. But like all the uh, the the. the I get it, like the fire compliance thing that shut down so many spots here. But then, I get it because yeah. like the band would be the first people to die. Yeah, <laughs> that's that what every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. man, I remember. Where was at the stage? He's gonna we had this uh, show where uh, they sold extra tickets somehow, and then Varun Grower was on stage. Right. And it was so packed there was no room to move, and Varun gets on stage and the crowd finally settles and he says, "Just you know, कोई साप साप मत चिल्ला देना." It's gonna no. be an immediate. But that was the running joke for Anti. You know, whenever we did comedy gigs, we used to say that's why you have a free beer because if there's a fire, you're the one putting it out. Uh, and and honestly, wow. that's not the. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> that's <And> hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. But where's just that? Uh, we were lucky for that to have never happened there. Had it happened there, I mean, yeah, of course, everyone's like bummed out about it. But yeah. yeah just, but the new yeah. Anti is there. It's it's okay. It's uh, it's legit, <coughs> man. As far as I'm concerned, I I really like it. I I'm I'm very mixed. Decent. Because because of the okay, I, mean, I look for yeah, as a comedy room. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. ideal. It's a we, gig room. Yeah, for for yeah. damn sure. It's we still a, do the jam there though. Yeah, but, yeah. Is it going well? Yeah, it's been. I mean, when it's full, it's gorgeous. No, but, no, of course. Yeah. But it's just the high comedy needs a low ceiling. Yeah, I get it. Uh, you so want to see the the rafters kind metal of metal gig and comedy needs low ceiling. <laughs> you know? No, I'm I'm for all gigs having uh, lows. I like this the club vibe. Yeah, I think that's probably my favorite vibe. In terms of playing stadium, or like when I say stadium, I mean like festival set Arenas. versus uh, yeah, my music is arena rock without the arena. That's yeah. it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, versus festival stage versus club stage versus intimate house gig, mm-hmm. club is ops absolutely. Yeah. There's just a I certain frog for those reasons. Yeah. And there's the there's a tension in the air, man. Like I would say even small, like for comedy, to like habitat, the niche wala oh, habitat. Great. There's Sorry. you can Especially feel the. It's, you're right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like I said, too good. 
I think I like it because you know, like when we do the intimate, the house setup, it's like other like small like you know so far sounds or yeah. whatever it is. I, it's great because I can just, like most of it is is talking and yeah. then there's some songs in between. Like I just literally just played one uh, two nights ago and it was amazing. But uh, no, but if I like, if I if I want to hear uh, like. So JJ has fucking killed the drums in this album, dude. He's so good, yeah. And if oh, I yeah. were to listen to that in an open area, yeah, uh, I would just be running in circles in joy. Like this, <laughs> that's the kind of energy it has. So I don't know how you translate that down to a. It's uh, no, he's uh, he's such a robust like <laughs> drummer in the sense that he's like a hobbit, you know. Like he's just like <laughs> it's just like packed with that kind of energy. Uh, and he's excellent at it, but uh, we yeah we managed to pull that sound off, especially because we've layered like the the drums and and stuff right now to make it like this big sound. Anyway, it's like a it's a mix thing, but uh, but yeah, man, it works. It works in in most occasions. I think it works perfectly at club gigs uh, when we play above the habitat or whatever it is. Uh, man, I I just played with uh, uh, Blackstar Blues at um, Antisocial, and Jay is like one of the best drummers out there. So yeah. man, if he can. Uh, like and he creates that that world of like sound. It's yeah. got so much flavor, and he nails it, man, at these yeah, club yeah. gigs as well as I mean the open air stuff is. Amazing. You've always been friends with Warren. Like you, I think Warren produced the, a, the first first album. album. Yeah. So his wife is a, a very close friend of mine, Uttara. Okay. So it's weird because his wife is like one of my best friends, <laughs> but he is like when we. Uh, and it's it's always weird like talking to Warren because I want to kind of bridge that gap where I'm just like oh cool we're friends now but we're not. <laughs> it's like we're not like I I still I'm always kind of looking up to him so yeah. it's it's kind of difficult that way because it's just like I I revere the man uh, so, enough to kind of always and then but if you do that you can't have like always a chill conversation yeah, it's yeah. never going to be like super real but i'm always going to be looking for advice i'm always going to wait and say oh yeah what do you think yeah. so so it's cool and it's weird so yeah he um, so i knew uttara for a lo- really long time through my ex agency where i used to work and stuff and so we became friends the pauses there huh mashallah my ex Agency <laughs> where I used to work. Very well. No, no, I'm Must not. Uh, everyone, calm down. I've not dated very many people in life, and uh, even in, in Bombay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I mean, I met her through that. Became really, really close friends, uh, and then she started managing me. Mm. At the point where um, even before that, uh, we decided to make the album, and we asked Warren on a dime. We were just like, hey. Do you want to produce the EP? Yeah. And Warren doesn't do that very often, yeah. so I'm still, and he still doesn't. Like, yeah. so I'm quite. That's what was interesting to me also because yeah. I, I think I, I was listening to the one you and Uncle, Uncle did, uh, Uncle did the Uncle, yeah, Uncle yeah. Wala podcast, and yeah, and then you said like, like I was just I kind of zoned out, and then suddenly you were like, huh? I'm like, hey, wait a minute, what? This this doesn't sound like something Warren does regularly. He does, he doesn't. I still think he did he, he mix this album also. Make the it make it happen. Uh, yeah, he mixed it. He didn't produce it. JJ and I produced it. Right. And he mixed it. And obviously, when I say when Warren mixes something, it's not like him just like. Yeah, most people he, just assume that it's checking levels no, and adding no, no, the yeah, compressor yeah, and it's, it's done. A lot more than that. But uh, yeah, he obviously he added a lot of of things where he's just like, yeah, this is missing this part. Uh, oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course, yeah, that works. And the you know the problem of working with Warren. Is that he's always right? <laughs> it kind of sucks, but yeah, he's he's right about most things. But I really kind of finagle him to kind of just say like, ah, but I really want this mix thing. And he'd be like, ah, okay, cool. <laughs> but but it's such a now. weird fine line, you no? Know? Like with comedy, you know, there's a very objective end end outcome. Like you, they need to laugh, you know. So yeah. you can you can really treat it like a craft, you know. Uh, uh, you can. 
I, I always oh, say it's interesting that you put it that way. Yeah, it's but less. What is, uh, your, what is your end game for? Like, um, is it when you're when you're writing material? Is it like, oh, I'm going to ultimately just try and put this thematically as one show together, or do you like you put like bits, 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 and you say, oh, this is what I'm gonna take, this is what I'm gonna. Do. It's like selecting songs for an album, maybe yeah. something like uh, that. So sometimes it's just it's a lot like an album because sometimes you 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 don't think song, you think album. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, so of course. You get the and like a narrative in your head, and you're like, oh, this is exactly perfect. Uh, and yeah, then yeah. you kind of look through what you already have, and then you have things you find funny. Correct. And, and you're you like. Okay, so this is my beginning, middle, and end, and then I can write the rest. Man, uh, yeah. I find I that fascinating, man. Like honestly, like I always felt like my my sets are have a lot of banter in them, so it's like got a natural kind of not comedy, but it's just like there's a lot of yeah. chat uh, uh, in it. And I always like think about like, man, should I change the intro to make this funnier? And I think about jokes as well, and yeah. I write down stuff as well. To kind of place them yeah. in between songs, and I find that such a hard. I can't believe that you guys do <laughs> sixty minutes at a time. Sometimes I'm just are you kidding me? I can't believe you spend so much time working on each song. <laughs> I mean, I don't even understand why my comic friends spend so much time on a joke, but <laughs> I just no. go on and like. Uh, yeah. Mine has always been very stream of consciousness, so that's like you know one thing where I'm very lucky because I can just kind of. A lot of me on stage is just banter. Is banter, yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's good. That, that works a lot. I mean, you can't obviously. I can't like on stage kind of just go like, hey, let me just do a new song. But idea that's why. <laughs> that's what I find very interesting. Like you know, because uh, uh, comedy is more pottery than painting. Have you done this analogy on the show before? No, right. Right. So a painting can. I, I'm I'm understanding yeah. my own meaning from it, but go ahead. But you know, me. you can do anything. You know, a painting can look like anything. A painting can be on anything. It can be on a canvas, on a wall. Yeah. It can make you feel any particular way. It has no restrictions on what a what counts as a painting and what is a painting. Yeah. A pot better hold water. You know what I mean? So it's if like, it that's if, a great yeah. if it doesn't hold water, then it's not a pot. If they don't laugh, it's not a joke. Well, if it has a hole in it, and then you put a dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's called no. taking a tag from your friends. Mm. Oh, that's what I did just now. <laughs> you took like a little bit help from your friend to fix that shit. Amazing. But with music, <laughs> a, that relationship between the craft and the art is so you can't really you know divide it as much. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously the 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 issue with it is just trying to. Uh, crafts. I mean, well, it's not like you don't work on it. It's like how you work on a joke to make it better and better and better and better. I mean, the same thing happens to a song where you season it over time and then you put it down. Or there's the opposite way, which is that you say like a song that you were mentioning even before this, which was like a song like "Come On Love," uh, which is from the second album, yeah. is uh, a song that I deliberately chose to put on that record. Because I wanted to break the monotony of already being saturated with the ideas of the previous song. So every other song on that album, two songs, "Falling Out" and "Come On Love," were yeah. songs that were written, uh, and I had I introduced them to the band while we were in the studio recording the album. So it was not like we had played them before; they were not seasoned, nothing. Right. So it was just like boom. Here's something to. Uh, to kind of balance out the feeling that oh we have played all these songs so we know what they have. here's yeah. something absolutely fresh we can just go into it right. and because of that so they're high there's they're good and bad things so one was I excited the band enough to kind of go like oh yeah yeah, yeah. we got something to dig our teeth into um, but at the same time we played those songs well falling out not so differently there are a few changes but come on love is like a completely different I thought I now. was just telling you before this also yeah. I think come on love should have been a seven minute song at least. It, like, so it is longer now because of the way we play it live. Yeah. Because we also felt like, oh man, this is such a jam. Yeah. Let's just 
like let's prolong it a little bit more but the but the the the, the problem with that song is that i feel we didn't understand it as well when we played it live we started playing live post the album yeah. release we were just like oh this is what it has to be and so that's why the live version yeah. which we put up a video of as well which yeah. if you hear that and you hear the the record the record is like very uh kind of pro- program not like it's very like you know it is very, but very, it's, it's you know i love yeah, the song i think the song is got so chakachak dude Thank what you. are you Thank saying you so um <laughs> yeah but the live version sort of but now it's like this it's fun it's like it's got okay. like visceral energy it's got fucking yeah md oh, in it you know I'm like uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but when so i mean uh, when you're writing a song like you know yeah. so for me you know once the joke is funny then the question is you know first you learn how to make things funny and then you tr- say can i make this funny can i make that funny etc oh, yeah, yeah. right uh, when you're making music you know say for this song so the, my theory with this song is this okay because the first time i heard yeah what do you think the song is about also just it's what i know <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't i barely got you know the lyrics aren't all uh, yeah, the I'm, most yeah i'm a garbler it's a, my all, all my favorite <laughs> i'm okay with yeah that. all my favorite singer song right yes. is you and shashwat bulus are both garbly as fuck uh, <laughs> garbly sorry no but yeah, but yeah, uh, so um, i read the name of the song and then i heard the it's song it's the longest title i have yeah it yeah, is yeah. and uh, cuz it's the only title that makes the thing scroll yeah that's true uh, which oh, is, and sure. I, i remember i was driving the car the first time i heard it and i just saw the thing scroll and said hi yeah and and then it just like it, i f- it's like you hit it that's what i was saying earlier it's like you hit a button in a place which corresponded to an exact momentary one sliver of a feeling mm-hmm. which can't be explained by anything in the world but that song interesting wow I often feel that way about like uh, my own music. I think my my music can do the best job at that which is that when I was a kid and I was not writing music, I w- we all seek out songs that will try and replicate just, or just, just add a soundtrack to yeah, the feeling that we have yeah. currently. And it will for me it's always been it'll be like 80% exactly that. But with if you're writing the song, it's 100%. Yeah. Like it's like okay, this is exactly what I feel there's no doubt in my mind. that i've achieved what i want to do because it's coming innately from myself yeah. uh having said that that's <laughs> that song is uh so you know what this song is about just so that i'll, I'll just yeah. go for it um the song is called come on love give me a reason to want you whatever the chorus is fine but the so the 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 song is in a pretty strange for me yeah. and i don't write very complicated music the the time signature of that song is kind of weird like the chorus is like a 3 4 3 4 3 4 3, 4. like i think it's in 7 the the chorus but yeah. when i was playing it i didn't really think about it and it came very naturally to me and uh i was trying to kind of make it work even better make it sit better make it like work make it more like easier to listen to yeah. i don't know why and then i was just like man why am i doing this so the song really is about um is is overall the, the metaphor or whatever is that um it's important to look at a bigger picture sometimes and not like really kind of nitpick at smaller details like or work, work on errors or mistakes yeah. that are that are innate to like anything that we do and that was also the idea of that album which is that the first album was like us three days practice for three days recorded in three days yeah. but this album i was like man he was like do we need to have a big thread on this album i was like no let's make every song the best version of that song possible so if if they all sound different it's fine yeah. this is okay this is my super indulgent ambitious album and then we'll work on the next one in a way that we are currently yeah uh but so for that song it kind of reminded me of that feeling which was that uh i don't want to uh i don't want to think about 
the micro bits of this song. Yeah. I just want to make it like as good as possible. So even the words are like the numbers are not important, you know, things like that. Uh, but I don't, I'm not, I, I don't think the lyrics... <clears throat> I, try as hard as you will as a musician, the yeah. lyrics will always be prominent on the second listen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, most people are listening to the music first. Yeah, is the melody catchy? Is the hook yeah. good? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, I write my own songs and I play them to my friends and then yeah. at the end, they're like, that sounded good. I'm like, so no, but it was all words. What did you like about the words? And they're like, oh, the, the words. Oh, words are, yeah. Your voice is nice. That's no? cool though. I'm yeah. okay with that. I think uh, it's... In the end, the, the art form is called music and not music and lyrics. I get exactly. why people would uh, attach themselves. That's what you're trying to show. And um, a lot of music is just instrumental. So you have to really kind of derive your own meaning. Earlier in my career, I used to try and write songs, uh, which some people still ask for. Like there's a song, a really old song of mine called Stationary. And people say, oh man, I really love that song. What do you play? I was like, yo man, that song was me as a kid trying to go like, what's the cleverest line I can write? What's the... What's the pun here yeah. and the metaphor I can sneak into every line? And I did it on that song. And it's like, now that I listen back to it, it's fine. I was young, so I wrote it. Uh, but after a while, I was like, man, why am I doing this? I don't want to be like, I don't want to change my uh, perspective of the song just to fit in a very clever line. Right. So I want to write as, not vague as possible, but like write openly so that people can inhabit the song like it's a vessel, they can swim that, in it. Because that's going to happen either way, right? Yeah. No, and people obviously read into songs. But if I said exactly what I want to say, I mean, if I want to put it, first of all, it won't sound as, you know, open or... or it'll be yeah. like it'll be like reading a story instead of... Yeah. And some people do it really well. Some artists have the ability, like yeah. Mally does that, Dot does that. But they can tell a story from... A to B so and yeah. boom. Yeah. And it's a narrative. And you know exactly what it is. And it's there. And it's a fucking art form. But I, I, I'm not good at it. And like, I know what, I, what my strengths are. And my strengths are at writing thematically and more uh, in that area. So people can listen to the song and go like, oh, this is a love song. Or people can listen and go like, oh, this is about me fixing the small bits of my life and trying to make sense of it in a macro sense. Like, so that's what I at least get out of it. And, yeah. and so, yeah, I don't want to nitpick and so the song is constructed quite interestingly where the chorus is a difficult like time signature yeah. for me it's a difficult time signature all the metal musicians are like oh, <laughs> but like for me it's difficult but I don't think about that when I play when I play it I play it naturally and that's really what the song is about yeah but for me it was like an excuse to break up so thanks whoops <laughs> Dude, it's fine, man. Get out of If it's uh, not working out... Uh, oh, yeah. This is... I, your album came out in 2017. 17. Just, it's been a while. It has been. <laughs> I, I, and I've been cooking I'm waiting. Also, yeah, so I've been yeah. waiting. We should talk about that in the second half. Yes. Uh, uh, we are back in after... If you're listening to this at home, then uh, why am I looking at the camera and talking? See you in the second half. <laughs> Welcome back to the second half of Akash and Friends. Uh, thank you Tejas for joining me all the way in Jaisalmer again. How's it going? Um, it's, 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 been, it's been a while since the last half. Yes. <laughs> we had to transport we you Kulama to Jaisalmer. Yeah. Sorry it took a while. Good this went into the wash and yeah, yeah, yeah. That way, cycle out. It looks very nice. Yeah. Uh, sorry we rubbed a cat on it. <laughs> but <laughs> My cat. Yeah. On it. Both my cats. What, what are your cats called? Take a guess. Like, I I am I'm I'm terrified. Okay, I'll, I'll put it this way. Uh, the the they're from the same litter, so they're like, and one's a boy, one's a girl. They're fraternal twins, essentially. Luke call Luke and Leia. Yeah, they Good Luke call. Mine are called Siddesh and Mangesh. You know, I've I've often thought about the idea of just giving them good Indian names. Yeah. Because they're good Indian pets. You yeah. should have a Indian name. Siddesh Mangesh. Yeah. Sick. Siddesh is a girl. 
Of course. Because you don't know. That's the other thing. Uh, I told somebody that if I ever have kids uh, and if I have a girl, I don't want their name to end with an with a vowel sound. Yeah. Just because there's a lot of that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's a lot of that going around. R E O U's. Oh, too it's many. It's just interesting when you you know you you find a name which doesn't have an end with yeah. a vowel sound. The I don't know why this is such an arbitrary <laughs> thing, but yeah. Uh, are you uh, uh, um, happy? Wow. <laughs> like, do you ever? I know it's a very loaded question to start a half with. I think yes. I think I am happy. Uh, uh, yeah, super. If you if it's if you it's a binary answer you want, then then I yes, mean, I'm happy. Yeah, in a in a very uh, yeah, like I mean, I, I mean, perhaps happy is the wrong word. Are you content with the 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 pace at which things? God, content is just following you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I content? Uh, no, I'm not content, but I am happy in the sense that I'm happy with what I'm doing. I and I mean. I quit my job. If I'm if I'm thinking about it this way, that I quit my job uh, to do to follow a passion. Yeah. I mean, and I have loads of thoughts on that, but uh, I mean, who doesn't? But uh, if I did that, I'm still doing it at the age of thirty, and I've managed five years. See, I've I've scraped by yeah. five years, and by the merit of the art and the skill set that I have acquired, uh, and I'm I'm fine. You know, mm-hmm. some months are better than others, but yeah, I think uh, that way I'm happy, man. That I get to do what I want to yeah. do. And um, every time I, I I am reminded that somebody is looking at my work or saying or talking about my music, then yeah, it's a success in some way. But do you ever feel like it's so? For me, it's like you know, is it I, enough? No, uh, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I wanted to tell jokes, you know. And yeah. then uh, once I got to a stage where I could tell jokes and people would pay to listen to me. Yeah. Uh, the joke telling was probably fifteen percent of what I did in a day now. Absolutely, right? I, I say that so often is that you know this is ten playing live is maybe ten percent of what I do. Yeah. And the rest is sending emails. And that's what you wanted to do. But to support the ten percent, you yeah, have you to do the ninety percent. But then there is no. I mean, I want to just get that out of people's heads. I mean, I, not enough for them. I mean, to 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 double take when they think about, oh, I want to be a musician. But obviously, no. That if you are going to be in the performing arts space or truly do something that is, a, so to speak, difficult profession, particularly in a in a country yeah. like ours where it's still not yet a thing, mm-hmm. uh, then know that it's going to come with you know so and so. You yeah. got to work hard, just like a- anything, man. Yeah, But, like, uh, I always tell people if you take something seriously enough, eventually you have to look at an Excel sheet. There's yeah. no way around an Excel sheet. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. But then you also kind of you you you've been somebody who kind of did the whole idea like you know what Aditi said on the podcast I thought was very relevant. She said mm-hmm. you know some people uh, feel like they need to sit at the table to get power and then some people make their own table. You know in that yeah. sense I think what Ooh. the way you hundred percent. Yeah, no, and yeah. I, and and I think you've been doing that a lot. Like I I don't think. I don't know how much clicky music as a community is in India. Uh, it's super tight, uh, but I always say that uh, I mean it's not. I I find the 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 f- well the f- fact that there are still some people who are very like kind of trade secretary mm. about it. I'm just like yo, it's still not a trade yet. It's still not an industry yeah, yet. Yeah. So so my approach has been whatever little that I know, I try and share it in whatever yeah. means uh, that I can. I'm very open about what I do and how I do it uh, to sometimes my detriment, but like uh, how well has it been to your detriment? Well. You are earlier asking me about Kadak Apple, and I've said this before uh, to anybody who listened to me. It's like uh, for Geek Fruit and Kadak Apple and things that I've spawned, you know, uh, just out of necessity yeah. more than anything else. Uh, 
I have found that uh, people said, oh, but how do you know? I, I keep getting emails, especially to Karak Apple, where it's like, oh, I want to you know, be part of this. I was just like, man, you don't know how easy it is to actually do it. To follow through with it is difficult. Yeah. But to start, like, what do you need to start a company? You need, to, you need Photoshop. <laughs> how do you want to, like, people ask me, like, hey, what's the best advice you can give a kid today who wants to be a singer-songwriter? Yeah. Like, Learn Photoshop. Yeah. That's the best thing. How do you want to start a brand? Photoshop. Yeah. Yeah. Make a logo. Start an email address. Yeah. Boom, it's done. It's done. Uh, and then you can get to registering it like later when you actually make money. But uh, since that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> but like even for Karak Apple, it was for me and Krish was just like, man, we need people to take us seriously. Yeah. The perception is everything. And I, m- some people think of it as a farce or a facade. So, but yeah, the facade is important, man. Like it's like the perception is everything. Yeah. Uh, artists have only two things really in their control. One is like how your art is going to be created or like, you know, and even sometimes that is like, yeah. you know, uh, but like the way our art is is created and then how it's perceived like that's the control you got to exercise like when clubs and say hey man send us something about the artist I was like about the artist you have to send a press kit you have to send a press release you have to send a high res image you have to yeah. send a logo you have to send a brand guideline think of it as a brand like if you want to be taken seriously you know and just understand that this the machinations of any industry is such that there's no such thing as an overnight success. Everything takes like years and years and years to be an overnight yeah. success. So, and it's a manufactured process. And unless you get into that idea and like, like, and decide how much of your soul you want to barter in exchange yeah. for this much like real estate in, 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 a, in a market such as that. It's like, that's the, that's the decision making you want to know. Like, you know, like, oh, how much am I going to cater to a populist kind of thing and yeah. just make my music like super, or am I just going to go like super garage bandy and record it like in the garage with four mics and then put that out. Maybe that, that's what works. Yeah. Maybe that, that's how the strokes happen. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm just like, so it's, it's all about that balance between creativity and the business of it. If you don't acknowledge that, you're in trouble, friend. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 the, the idea of being a sellout. You know, whenever people talk to me and say, Ki, <laughs> "What does know, that even mean?" Sometimes I don't. I said my conversation is always, "Ki bro, you know, I don't think you understand this, you know, but like you might be saying this at your age, Ki, or because it's usually college kids would be like, "Oh, you're not a sellout, bro. It's cool." I'm like, "Bro, paisa dega na, jamura naachega." Of course. You have no course. idea. <laughs> I will say this. You were asking if the the musical community is tight. I think. The one of the best things the musical community is doing right now is being supportive, man. Like when there's a corporate gig, like nobody bats an eyelid when you say like, "Oh, I'm playing this dumb show." Like people are like, "Ja, beta." It's always within the community. Everybody you understands. Must, yeah, you gotta get it. Like yeah. you gotta understand that that's that is the way. Even like. You know, uh, when I started, I mean, I asked Warren, I was like, oh man, should I be playing these? He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> just take the money and run, man. Yeah. Just do it. Oh, of course you've got to do it, man. Of course you've got to. Yeah, and uh, it's, I don't think it belittles you. I think and it's like no, a, of course it does not. And in fact, you learn so much, man. Yeah. yeah if yeah. you can make a room full of, like, I, for me, it was private shows, you know? Yeah. Like family shows, Oof. baby showers. Um, Stuff, man. Bachelorettes, but, bachelor parties, yeah. and no, not even these great money, but it was money but, to keep doing stand up, right? Absolutely, and it, so, it and it hones the craft, man. Like yeah, you make fuck sixty five year olds laugh, dude. That is hard it's as hard, fuck. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard playing for an audience which you are not made for just <laughs> yeah. yet. You know, like 
you have to kind of adjust yourself. Did you ever you have know? to do covers and shit like oh, Hindi covers yeah. and stuff? Well, Hindi is the one thing I kind of don't. I, well, not I don't do it. Like if there's a corporate gig, I'll play any English song you mm. want me to do, man. I played with Ananya Birla. I was her band for like the Tejas band was the Ananya Birla oh. band for like an entire year. So uh, so I know what that's like to be on that level and you know just play like all these like award shows or like you know all of that stuff and. And we, I have to sing an Ed Sheeran song, or I have to sing a Maroon Five song, or whatever it is. And I'm just like, yeah, why the fuck not, yeah. dude? Like, it's it's cool. Uh, I mean, I'm cool with it. I'm totally fine. So I, I've had to do that. Hindi is the only thing I won't do because that's just not my. It's not my strength. Even though I've done. Hear you singing in Hindi also. I'm sure you have. Uh, I mean, like, I'm not sure you have, but uh, it's out there. Yeah. Um, I've done like a like I did a song for like a Hindi movie, and I've done a. I've done plenty of ads where I've had to sing in Hindi, and that's mm-hmm. fine. I can do it. It's not like I have heard more Bollywood songs in my life than I've heard English songs, and right. that's just the way I was raised. Yeah. For whatever, for better or worse. Uh, but you know, so so that's that's the thing. So it's it's fine. It's the only thing I want to. But otherwise, everything else, yeah, yeah, right. It's it's part of the game, man. D- Especially here, <laughs> we don't have. So I was like, we don't have forty or fifty cities to tour so much that we can figure out a you know a, yeah. a means to an end right at the top of your career. Not you know later on you can, but like in the beginning, it's like we don't have that infrastructure. Not you can't mm-hmm. go to like. Belapur or Nasik and play as often. You can't yeah, do a 40-city tour here, right? And I, I, See, every year, uh, you know, with comedy also, despite the high penetration, every year you're adding only three, four more cities. You Precisely. can't add more than that. Yeah, exactly. And you, and people need to get that, that you know, I mean, I think they do. I think that, I think I'm, uh, I'm not insulting the audience here, but I think they understand that. I think everybody gets it. I think it's just that when you live the craft, it's like, you're just like, oh, I'm so frustrated. And they're just like, oh, I've got to do this dumb ad or this dumb mm. thing. And you're just like, oh, fuck it, it's fine. Yeah. Did, did the idea of, um, did the idea of doing Kada uh, Apple come around the time Make It Happen was happening? No, no, no. Well, well before. It's actually when I came to Bombay. I literally on a whim, uh, and this has happened even for Geek Food and Karak Apple. I I think the the ideas were like, oh, where can we go with this idea? Hmm. And I search for things. If it exists, I'm just like, oh, cool. Let me just try and be part of yeah. that because it's already established. And, yeah. But it doesn't doesn't exist. Like even for for Geek Food, it was like I want to write for for IGN or something like that. Yeah. And then all of it was syndicated content. Most of it was syndicated. And I was just like, oh, maybe I should just. Maybe Start my own. If it doesn't exist, let's just create it. So I think Karak Apple also was like a thing for songwriters because songwriters were not taken seriously. Now because of people like Dhruv and Pratik and Parak can sing and stuff, yeah. it's like it's become more of a vibe. And I've seen the a new wave of singer songwriters. I think one thing is that it it all the introverts who don't want to go with a band have found their way into the yeah. singer songwriter space. Or it, the other way has become like this bedroom producer electronic thing. So the yeah. the crop of like singer songwriters that exists now. Dude, it was not there, man. Oh, like, absolutely. It was just like, oh, oh, it was had to be a band thing, and I was just like, oh, I don't have a fucking band. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yo, what am I gonna do? People say, ah, oh, why, why are you called Tejas, man? Why is it not a band name? I was just like, yeah, because I wrote all the songs. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I've been playing as Tejas before I had a band, yeah. and uh, if I, I mean, the band doesn't seem like, to mind. <laughs> and my now my band like JJ and Adil, who are they are. I mean, I, I hate to say this. They are theaters. Like, you know, it's like everything that you hear is is a result yeah. of their work. Yeah. Uh, because I think that's the thing, right? They don't separate Tejas Menon from Tejas. Yeah. It's it's two yeah. different identities almost. Absolutely. I'm not even, I mean, I'm trying to reduce the gap between Tejas Menon and Tejas. Like, I don't even feel like a Tejas Menon. Yeah, do, do you like, ever Tejas, feel like... Menon is my father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you so. ever feel like there's a... Um, like, I feel like when you start off doing something and it's 
just you it's it's one you know it's you trying to realize a version of something you know yeah. or, or yourself and then these people you know you can't realize the best version of you on your own like you need a jj or you know uh, i need an utkarsh yeah uh, because the, you know cuz it's like it's like the channel right like the stand up videos ah uh, the stand up is very funny on its own but without a videographer and an editor and a mixer of like of course in that regard yes so, i think uh, i think the like you know i used to think filmmaking was like the pinnacle of like the, the sensory experience no i think gaming is now like taking over in my mind i think the ability to put yourself in it blah 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 all that stuff but i think both of those like filmmaking and and making the art of making games is like is is the foremost challenge in like like creative teamwork yeah. and that is by default it has to be a collaborative process you yeah. cannot do it by yourself music and comedy i think has still an advantage i want to say that's also its disadvantage that you are doing it alone mm-hmm. or at least starting off alone until you have to build a team and you have to build a people yeah. like a village you know to, to yeah, kind of literally to to do it um I have one now myself you know yeah. like I have even Kada Capital is not really a label it's just like all it's like a songwriter collective it's just like a bunch of songwriters who I'm friends with and yeah. and we just kind of what role does a label usually play in a musician's well, life well a label in a traditional sense is uh <laughs> we'll take we'll take your money or we'll take your art and we'll you know we'll put it out we'll distribute we'll it for it. you yeah. we'll develop the record for you and with you the branding the logos the the artwork blah blah we help you with all of those things and then we'll 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 distribute it and we'll we'll market it and and do all of those mm-hmm. those tasks and those and the pr and everything uh but we'll recoup the money that we've invested by taking all of your sales or taking the money from your gigs and things like that and uh, for me it was really not about that it was me sharing whatever little knowledge i had with song- singer songwriters because i didn't want them to make the same mistakes that i did like right. sometimes and i'm still trying to tell a lot of them saying like yo don't like you know what is the th- the way is like oh let's put out a song on soundcloud and bandcamp then pedal it for like 3 years play all these dingy places i'm not saying that's wrong i think that hones the craft but i think what is the best foot forward you can do immediately yeah. change it like it kind of shortens the gap between like it's you skip 3 years you do skip a lot of the experience that you'll make by remembering to not carry your own guitar stand or your cable because some idiot is there at you know at the venue who's not organized yeah. it or you don't have a keyboard stand and those are uh, that's like it's undeniable that that is just a hard life of like carrying your gear with you or like you know yeah. and doing all of that but we have not explored the other option which is that right off the bat boom here's a yeah. single with a video yeah. with the promotion and the marketing that's needed yeah. and people see a fresh artist and they're just like oh my god what the hell is this where did this come from i think that's one route and the other route is like saying like what dot did dot is yet to formally release anything yeah. but she just did this whole video this camera phone thing yeah. and boom that's mm-hmm. and who's to say that's not like music yeah, that's just release you know yeah. she's done more with that you know people say that oh it is you didn't have a music video for last time why i was like I was broke but I had this video which was us playing the song wine in a car and that like got like 80,000 yeah, yeah. views in like a few days. I was like I think that did what a music video could not have done yeah. maybe in some way. So it's a it's a different era now. Having said that, I am a classicist. I like the traditional format of albums. People are saying albums are relevant. I don't know what to say to that. I that's, think that's my, what people tell me about uh, specials also. They just keep t- they're like this YouTube video dalo na kya karne ka special. And you're yeah. right, you know. And I mean that's what a lot of comedians are doing. They yeah. put out like 10 minute segments or like 15 minutes. For us segments. it's not a choice anymore. For us it's almost become like a if you are not on YouTube you're, you don't really exist in the market. I agree, yeah. but you know, I found for me personally that my music is 
better experienced, you know, the sum of its parts is not uh, greater than the whole, I think. Hmm. Um, uh, I, like for me, like the album in itself gives context to every other song. Like it, I can release a song, a single, and people will be like, great, great song, yeah. sure. Yeah. But the context of it, and maybe this is just me reading into like my own music, but I know thematically what I've gone out to achieve. Yeah. Um, my, my, this album which I'm working on currently is the culmination of the three albums like that I've put together. Yeah. I, I keep saying that it is the Dark Knight Rises <laughs> of my fucking music, okay? <laughs> and my nephew was just like, oh, oh is, is it going to suck then? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, oh, no, is your nephew old and do all this? Yeah, he, no, he's actually a comedian, by the way. I should, uh, he's like a budding, young, hey. awesome guy. Love Stop it. the camera. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. Anyway, uh, but, um, but yeah, I think it's, the, it's a combination because everything that I really want to say with music, everything that I want to speak about, it concludes in this one. There's like, it's a, there's definitely like a lot of catharsis in this record for me. Uh, every time you think that, oh, can I write another good song? And then when it happens, you're like, oh, still got it. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's that relief. You're just like, oh, yes, I can still do it. And so this is a culmination of that. So, and this album is just that, it's, it, it is that thought process, man. It is, it's, it, it's, it fits well within the exact same kind of format that I feel like I've understood over the years yeah. that, you know, I need to put my best foot forward. So many things, you know, just... This, was it like, uh, did you think about crowdfunding this one as well? What was the thought behind, I mean, apart from the obvious angle of... There was a marketing angle, I yeah. think. And it was called Make It Happen. It felt right. It, it worked also, I yeah. think, um, mostly. Uh, and I, but I think, I mean, the, the greatest push that my first album ever had was Warren producing it by him, by the virtue of him just going like, um, hey guys... I produced this album, check it out. On his page yeah. was all the marketing I could have yeah. asked for really, you know, coming from like somebody like him. Anyway, and the second album, of course, yeah, crowdfunding helped. But I, I hope that, you know, and I found this to be true that a lot of people like checked out the album when it came out because of whatever happened. But I think what's really made it, what and why people still talk to me about the album is because it's I think good. it's, yeah, I hope it's standing... <laughs> On the merit of the of the, so of damn the actual good album. album, yeah, and like even and now you know you find those things where it's like three years later, people are really kind of getting they get it now, <laughs> you know, like they're just like, oh, that's what you're trying to say with this, and you know mm. all the B side, not the B sides, but you know the slightly smaller songs in the album like Slow Me Down or whatever yeah. has have become like favorites for for people. So I I truly hope that that's the effect of the music that I yeah. really want to make. Like I know that when I release this third album, Outlast, that's the name of the album, and when I drop it. People are going to be like, oh, this song is great, this song is great, this is my favorite, this is my favorite song. But I, I really hope that the effect of it is the, is the legacy of it. It's like, you know, like later on when people go like, oh, I kind of understand what you were trying to say. Yeah. I kind of connect the dots between your first, your second and your third now. Uh. That, that's what I want to do. Does um, it doesn't happen in comedy. Tell me, like, if you, wouldn't you prefer an album, like your special, because it gives the full, it gives weight. It gives you, yeah, of course, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean... How do you fight that, man, these days? Like, how, how are you, you going to do it? You just do keep doing it. Live shows. That's the only way to cure you do it the actually itch. live, yeah. Yeah, just go and do the hour as much as you can. I'm doing with five different hours right now. Wow. So, That's, I... Wow, and they're all different material? Like yeah, completely, completely different, different, but they're all one leads to the next. So, if you... Uh, and wow. If you, yeah. That's like a... 
I can listen to your album 15 times and the, every time I'll find some new That's so thing about I, it. I love that. People have said that yeah. to me that the, it's it is layered and it's not. but that's man because I I want to create like a piece of art man. Like I don't want to do bullshit music. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's bad but like uh I really I really work hard on my stuff. Man. Like and it I, shows <laughs> it and, shows. And like you know that's and to answer the question, that's why I don't like this. <laughs> no, not to say that he hasn't, but like I really, you know, you can tell sometimes when artists are phoning it in, and you know, I, I don't know. For me, sometimes it's just like, oh, this is another song. And when you're as big an artist as anybody, you two, whatever, yeah. blah blah blah, you know that they have like I know people shit on Coldplay a lot, but I love that band, right? And I love them because I know that between the the populist para para paradise and all that crap yeah. it's like they're the gems man and you know that that's the music that they really care about in some ways and yeah. then there are songs that you have to release because when you're you as to sustain as them, that level you also you got to do it man i know that i'm mm. i'm currently in the in amidst the decision making process of should i release the more commercial single i have this fucking banger okay <laughs> i have a hit song right i mean like i try and i don't like hit yeah, songs yeah. or whatever like you know catchy kind of i write pop music but with some kind of depth. i i hope it's sounding super no, like you're not pretentious, you're but, on point but <laughs> I, i have the choice now to to go with either this song or the one which i know is pure old fashioned tejas which is like really complex structurally mm-hmm. and it's it's good it's all they're both good But I have to also now decide when I'm just going to go with a hit song because I know that's what's going to get. But I'll get the noise. I'll get the noise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if I you... do it, don't judge me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 dude. I get no, my no, stand up videos are called susu. <laughs> <laughs> I have no I never judge people for what they're putting out. I think the 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 I think the problem is most people go by like if it sounds poppy then it can't be deep. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's fuck like that. If noise. it's called susu it can't have any layers, but then like okay, have you watched it? Like watch it twice, you'll see the little little of shit course, going on. Of course, man. Of course. I I 100% believe that. I th- I think pop music gets a bad rap because it's oh. like uh, you know, it's not so like your bad, you know, it's just like you're just like mainstream. I was just like ah, god, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> have you ever tried rowing in a canal? You can't. You need the mainstream. I mean, like uh. if you watch <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay. No, I tell you what. If you take like what is the biggest movie of last year? If you take Endgame or you take Game of Thrones, like you will have it's so mass because everybody's getting something from it. Like mm-hmm. everyone can get something from it, and I I subscribe to that yeah. idea that you know if you want a good pop song, here it is. If you want to read the lyrics also and see if there's anything that is there for you, please go ahead. I mean that's really what my yeah. intention is to begin with. I think Kadak Apple needs to have a lyrics section. I think <laughs> considering that it's a single songwriter collective it, it it does need a lyric section you're absolutely right we have put some lyrics up there not all of them we put them if the artists have decided that their lyrics are in their sleeves uh, right 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 no, we don't have sleeves we just have pngs yeah. but, <laughs> but those are up there for anybody who cares um yeah it's i i get it i mean that's i, I mean I, i completely understand was it ever like a like i wanted to do this crowdfunding thing with a bunch of comics recently yes and uh, they were incredibly against the idea purely from the the perceived standpoint of oh we are asking people for money okay just to clear that one up 
uh, it's okay. Ask for money. You're doing it anyway by asking people to come for your shows. So that's just, uh, exactly what I'm. Is, uh, right? I think that's a dumb uh, way of doing it. I think it's just the the manner of which the ask is right. Like, uh, it's the it's the oh please can I have some more, sir? That's the that's the thing, right? Uh, can I have your money? I don't think there's anything essentially wrong with it. Most people who fund anything. Either if you're a big guy, you're going to an angel investor, or you're, yeah. or you're going to get seeded, or if you're a young person, you're asking fr- family and friends. Tell me if you won in school and went with those fucking raffle tickets, and you had to get those little draws on. Man, it happens, dude. You have to go and ask for money, dude. That's how the world fucking yeah. runs. It's you're also asking for sponsors. <laughs> you're asking for money. Here, you're just doing it in a in an open public fashion. Yeah. It's, 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 I think it's further think transparency, it's, right? In some regard, like yeah, I was having this conversation with another comedian friend also, and yeah. his angle was. Uh, that you know, if you're, if he said you know, Akash, if you're gonna ask for money to make YouTube videos, you already do that. The least you should do is ask for money to make something different. You know what I mean? Like if you're making an animated series, people. But then I was like, but why would you? I would much just rather trust a random stranger's money with something I know how to do. Exactly, that's my point. I'm just like, you are giving me your money to. Let me do what I'm really good yeah, at. Yeah, not for me yeah. to experiment necessarily. Yeah, I'm not gonna experiment. I mean, I, I can Within understand the, the, framework the demand of, to do that, but yeah. like, you gotta do what you have, you want to. Yeah. Uh, in the end, that's why you're because you're you're you're, you're entrusting someone yeah. that they'll put out something good with it. I hope that I was uh, able to do that, where people put money in and they were just like, and and here's the album. Now the album is, is. Yeah, is what is the best I could have done with it. Yeah, and by the way, crowdfunding does not give you all the money you need. Of course not, because then I had to fund half of the. Yeah, album. but you still have yeah. to get a cart to the guy, and then yeah. the. So, so there's no, no. It's not just that. I'm saying it'll never be. It's never actually the you know, right amount. We were doing a uh, when Shashwat, go over. Yeah. Shashwat's first TP that he just mm-hmm. released some time back. Yeah. We had to raise money for that, and I remember uh, because I used to keep emailing his songs to people. Okay. Uh, so I just kind of went through the email list, and told everyone, "Hey, remember this song? Remember the you like, right?" Yeah, give money. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's great. Put the money because where your mouth is. Because you've been enjoying this song for three years. I think 150 bucks is enough. Like, I I don't think it's that's gonna the, hurt well, you. That's the problem. Do you find that? Do you, okay, so apart from uh, the monetization kind of thing, it's just like uh, the valuation of music kind of has a huge dip. But right? it's, it I think it's post Napster or whatever. Partially, like, no, no, no. I don't even think it's that. I think yeah, digitalization. It's, it's, it's like, cultural. In India, it's cultural because you mm, you don't so. go to listen to the band play. The band is playing. When I when my drink catches up to your song, I will yeah, come yeah. and indulge you. Sure, you know? uh, I I potentially yes, that is the answer. And that's what kind of kept me away from ever becoming a musician because I started playing music. I used to go to open mics and yeah. I was already terribly anxious. And the fact that you're bearing your soul and mm. the world is this kind of I'm yet. I did one open mic for the first time ever a couple of years ago. But uh, I never. I don't know why I never did one. Good one. Yeah, I can't stand them. Comedy open mic, I'll be okay. Because you know that the the odds are. What is it? The ratio of 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 good to bad is going to be like any uh, open mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I couldn't I couldn't handle that. I don't think I even considered it just as a as a thing. I think I just had to start playing anyway. But um, but yeah, I did one. That was fine. But so you did it and. Oh, much later in my yeah. career, yeah. So I went I because I so I was going back home, I went to Dubai after a really long time and I was just like, fuck it, let me just do an open mic here. Yeah. Place where I grew up. Might as well. Yeah. And I did it and it was good. <laughs> For me it was like uh, so the first time I went out of my house after nine PM alone was when I was eighteen. 
Okay. So like it was this whole new world that comedy brought in. And, ah, you know, then, correct. And yeah. it was this is back in when Ibar used to be a thing, yeah. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Two thousand. I don't think you were here in two thousand eleven. Oh, no, I was here. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. So, but not for comedy, for the yeah. music nights. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, I used to do a couple of the open mics there, and and do the music and the comedy. And I realized that oh, at least with comedy, if I can, if I'm loud enough and abrasive enough, they listen. Yeah. You know, with, with music, it just felt like uh, constantly hitting a wall, and then it kind of became like this two-track thing where I was like, okay, so the the angst can come out in public on stage as comedy, and yeah. then the other feelings can just keep becoming songs that That's don't need to necessarily. be played like the idea of sharing music is is just like it's not never in the head hmm that's so interesting i feel like my my i maybe because i haven't done too many open mics but i have played enough audiences which don't give a fuck about what i'm doing right now uh what i'm like doing at that point and uh i i actually follow this this idea that kedi tunstall who's like my my absolute like idol for and why pretty much i got into songwriting And she used to say this thing about how you met her. I did, yeah. One of the greatest moments of my life. Top, top five moment, you know, like. Uh, yeah. So, but you know, she she's often spoken about, and she's her right hand is like a fucking engine when she plays. Like it's like, and she plays really like loud. That's why the acoustic, the percussive part of an acoustic guitar, yeah. is so important for her because she used to busk for like a really really long time, and mm. she used to play these shows. Same, similar journey, mm. right? In the sense that. You have to keep uh, grinding until you kind of yeah. get until you have your own audience. Exactly, and so she used to play these songs which are loud, deliberately, like you know, that to to grab people's attention. It's something that has ha- that happened to me also. That you know, I had to keep. I have to do something different. Like so, my entire craft has kind of been molded by the you know circumstances of what I've been in, and uh. and that's why like I would never consider going like, oh, I got a. Play. I can't. I can't play a soft song in this show. I can't play a an emotional ballad here. I gotta play the fucking. I gotta to play the grab their attention. Shit. Yeah. I so I have to play Pop of Girls. Gotta do that stuff. Like to kind of to get people's attention. Do you like play Pop of Girls? Yeah, it used to be a thing for a very, very long time. I used to make people. I make uh, kids sing Bob the Builder and Naughty. Boom. I mean, yeah. so you know, uh, <laughs> it's so funny. And this is this is. I think the completion of that journey has happened or very recently, but. Uh, I used to play Pop of Girls in college as well because I mean it's one of my favorite shows and big cartoon buff obviously. Yeah. So uh, uh, I I I play that as a sound check as a line check because uh. we don't get sound checks we huh. get line checks right sometimes and you're just like oh yeah cool 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 and once I had to do it and the crowd is already there was this bandstand in Dadar mm-hmm. and uh, I was like oh shit the crowd is already there just like okay no sound check just quickly check right now and I was like cool I'll play Pop of Girls and I played it and literally everyone was like what <laughs> and I was like oh yeah cool so this is the thing so I used to start my shows for many years with that song. And uh, then somebody put out a video that also went uh, around yeah. a bit, so uh, it got shared in the US. It was so weird. It was But so it's funny. pop of girls. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I was just there's nothing more ironic than a bunch of scraggly boys, rowdy rough boys yeah. playing that song. But uh, so we used to play that a lot. But now it's so funny because now Geek Fruit is doing this kind of set at Comic Con, which we played Ooh. at uh, Mumbai Comic Con, and I just told them, hey, we'll just do this set, and it's just going to be. What we do at our Halloween nights, which is just like TV show in- intros yeah. and Disney songs and things like that, and now Papa, so I've stopped playing it in my set because I don't really need it anymore. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just, just, just play the hits and it's fine. It's <laughs> open with my own song. It's nice, uh, but uh, but yeah. So we now it's kind of moved into that set. Yeah. And when we play, it's like it's 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 still as wild. It's good. Oh, it's good man. to play music at Comic Con. I can't even tell you this. And we're doing it again in Ahmedabad. Uh, you know. This is like the feeling of doing comedy at a poetry open mic. You know. 
Absolutely. You are definitely going to kill. Dude, of course. 100% you will kill. I, I, did a, I did a music thing at the end of a, a spoken word thing once. And I was just like, and I was a singer. You so were the like, guiding light. Wow. No. I was just like, I feel so mainstream right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. So when you play music at Comic Con, yeah. it's like all these young nerds and all that stuff. It's great. I love them. And they're just like, their eyes are just like, you know, it's like yeah. the thought, you can see it in their face. It's just like, wait, this is a, this is possible? <laughs> music? <laughs> you know, like music at a Comic Con? Yeah, a lot of yeah. things have music. It's just not just songs and albums and <laughs> fucking, you know, yeah. and billboard. You know, it's like, here, here you go. Here's a, here's the 70s show theme song. Boom. Yeah. And, and, we, and so just to then kind of, we play that. And it's just like it's like a it's like a different world, man. It's like it, it's not music. It's not. It's, nos- it's com- nostalgia. It's anything. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, all, yeah. everything in one. Oh yeah, yeah. That's and why I make them sing naughty. Naughty, my god. Yeah, I don't even do. I just do a quick crowd check. I'm like, okay, I just need to know if everyone is on, <laughs> on par. And I just go, ah, guy, naughty. And then <laughs> three thousand kids go naughty. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's mad. Oh man, yeah. but I, I like this, dude. You are building a village around yourself. It is. It. It. I, I, this gives me like perspective. Everything just kind of. Sinks yeah, into everything so. else, I, I and it's so. like this. You're making your own little J.R.R. Tolkien universe. I, I think so, man. Like I, I, I think before in the '90s, it used to be like the 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 the, the gap between the artist and the consumer yeah. used to be like uh, huge, and yeah. that was the, the thing that the the magic. Oh, who is this person? Yeah. Now we don't afford that because like we can't no, afford it. Authenticity is what it's, it is. it's really what you need, and regardless of that. It is like, I can't, I don't want, I want there to be as little separation between who I am off stage and who I am on stage. Like, yeah. I don't want there to be any difference. When you meet me, I'm just going to be about as excitable yeah. as can be when you're not catching me on one of my shitty or bad days. Like, <laughs> even then, I'll just be like, you know, like a com- like like yeah. any comedian is like, you make light of a, of a dark issue. Yeah. I think uh, I, I that's who I want to be. As in, like, I don't want to be so bogged down. I still want to be an optimist generally. So... Uh, even on stage, off stage, I still want to not, you know. So I think me creating or starting off things like Karak Apple or doing Geek Free with Jishnu and Dinkar is very on brand. You know, it's like I'm not doing something because I think it'll be a good idea. Right. I think I I must do it. I just have to do it. Exactly. For my own, for my yeah. own like sanity yeah. or, or self-preservation. I completely relate to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, I think that's the, that's the universe building. It's like... The necessity is the mother yeah, of, it's, the, of uh, that creation. So. Yeah, you just because this doesn't exist, and how how dare it not? Dare it it not must exist. exist. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, that's such a good vibe to end this episode. Ah, thank you so much. Ah, sorry, my. Ah. Good. It's like, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Kolaba. <laughs> Kolaba. <laughs> I was gonna go for like. Synergy. No, <laughs> no, no. no. What was the the? Remember the twins? The uh, Wonder Twins. No, Wonder Twin powers activate. Yeah. Shape of shape of uh, a ship. Shape of Form empty of shape of <laughs> empty chairs. Right. Boom. Boom. Thank you for watching Akash and Friends podcast. Okay. <laughs>